0: You can bring me something. If you can save this team an hour a week, I will give you a day off, period. This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilsher. Welcome back to the Military Sherpa Podcast. I am your host, Mark, and man, I am excited to be back in the podcasting booth with you today. Now, stop me if you've ever thought this before. We are the best military in I don't know if you've ever thought that. I don't know if you've ever heard that, but all of my life, I was told that we're the best military, the best Air Force in the world. And during my time, it was pretty fantastic when like we would go. I don't know. Some of you are pretty young, but when I was a kid we actually watched a brand new bomber that just was like debuting. It was almost like we went to war just to showcase our technology. And on CNN, this brand new news network that had just came out, we watched this new bomber fly over Baghdad. And Outcast wrote a song about this. And they dropped a bomb out of a bomber and it went down a chimney. And we like they live streamed it with video. You could see it happening in real time. A bomb dropped down a chimney. And at that time, We were the best Air Force in the world because of our technology. We could go anywhere, anytime. And your military leadership has acknowledged that hey, what made us the greatest Air Force in the world uh, 20, 30, 40 years ago doesn't define us as the best force in the world now. It's not our technology, it's not our unique battlefield armaments, but it's our ability to innovate. Our ability to innovate is a very interesting thing to say because we're saying hey, look, it's not our ability to innovate in the civilian sector. But it's the ability for our battlefield airmen to innovate. And you see some of this as you watch what's happening and some of the wars that are going on right now all over the world. We look at the battlefield uh, soldiers and airmen in other countries. We're thinking like Russia, Ukraine. And you can see that the soldiers, that the sergeants, that NCO tier, if you could equate it that way, they don't have the ability to innovate, to make decisions on the fly in the same way that American airmen do, that American soldiers do, And so our ability to win wars is going to be based on your ability to innovate in real time, but also your ability to structure and do better at your job to get better and better and better. And so it sounds really cool, but how does that work in practice? And it's something I think about for myself all the time. How do you know if our ability to win tomorrow's wars is based on your ability to innovate? How do you know if you're part of the problem or part of the solution? Like, how do we actually know that? How do you know? Do you look in the mirror and go, I'm doing a good job? How do you know if you're doing a good job in the innovation department? How to tell? So I want to talk about a few ways that maybe I can help you to know if you're innovating. Here's the first thing. Do you know your pain points? What are the biggest hurdles in your organization that if you could only solve these one, two, or three problems, you would increase your efficiency, your productivity, your ability to do your day job? If there's one, two, maybe three things at most that over the next 90 days, if we were just targeting them, things would get better, not worse. Because remember, nothing stays the same. What are those things? Do you know what they are? If you don't understand your pain points, you're probably not innovating. You're probably not making improvements. What are your team's pain points? Do you look down at the people that are working for you? Do you know what they hate? What are the people working for you hate? What would they change if you had a magic marker, a magic paintbrush, a magic you know, wand? Could you Wipe away their tears, right? Could you wipe away the things that bother them the most? This is one of the things that I tell commanders. They've got to ask when they go around, hey, if I had a magic wand, what's one problem you think I have the power to fix? And people will start telling you their biggest pain points. If you become a solver of people's pain, you start eliminating hours from their day. And what happens is as you increase their capacity, they get to do more war fighting stuff. Or if we have to deploy people, the people that are left behind aren't carrying as big of a burden. Do you understand your team's pain points? Do you have a system for figuring that out? What are you targeting this quarter? Where are you innovating this quarter? Are you innovating anywhere? And are you innovating based on your pain and the pain of the people that you lead? Yeah, then you're probably an innovator. No, you probably aren't. And if you know the five voices language, right? Nurture, creative, guardian, connector, and pioneer. What you probably noticed is I didn't say you're probably an innovator. If you're a future oriented voice, if you're a creative, a connector, a pioneer, then you're no, it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with this idea that are you looking at the things that are causing you stress and figuring out different ways to do them better. It doesn't mean you have to rewrite technical orders. It doesn't mean you have to rewrite manuals. How do we do things differently so that we get a better outcome that we save time, effort, energy, money. The military Sherpa OS is one of those ways. You're using a lot of money for professional development across the force. I'm giving you something that's less than $120 per person per year. If you haven't heard of the military Sherpa OS, you're... does your team know that you want them to improve or that you want to improve things for them? You can figure it out and Jedi mind trick it, but do you have a cycle where every 90 days you're digging in and going, all right, teammates, what are you worried about? What are you thinking about? What's causing you stress? What would you change if you could? I want you all to start helping me solve problems. Are you communicating this? Are you incentivizing this? Hey, if y'all come up with something that changes real man hours, not fake like performance report man hours, but real man hours, you bring me some solution that eliminates a job, I'll give you a day off. You eliminate some solution that saves one hour per week. If you can save this organization one hour per week, I will give you a day off. Use that day off in your toolkit. It's probably the most motivating thing that you've got. And most military members can give a day off without asking anyone. You can bring me something. If you can save this team an hour a week, I will give you a day off, period. But the whole team's gotta agree, yeah, it saves us an hour a week. Are we all in agreement? Yep, cool, take your day off. Incentivize the hell out of that. How are you not doing that? It's one of the best ideas I've ever had in my life. You save me an hour a week, I'll give you eight hours off. Boom. Think your people are gonna start trying to innovate? Yeah, I I think that they will. You wanna take it one step further? Give them a goal or a target hey, this job takes 10 hours. Can you all come back and inside of the technical order, inside of the barrier that we can't change, can you make this process shorter? If you can cut this process in half, if you can cut this process by one hour, I will give you a day off. Use that day off. Pizza is cool. I mean, people like food, but a day off is so much So do they have goals? Are you targeting them at things that you want to change? Next, you have a change cycle. I love 90 days. Every 90 days, you're going to freeze and unfreeze. Do you have a change cycle? You can't change everything. You don't have enough time for that. Your people don't have enough time for that. Good golly. But you also can't leave it as it is. Things get better or worse. I want you to start remembering and repeating that all the time. As I go around to my cadre, I want to start hearing you saying that things get better or worse. Nothing stays the same. So are we doing that? Are we delegating change in a quarterly rhythm, an annual rhythm? These are things that we can start doing. You can do any of the things I've just said without asking your boss or anyone else. You got one person that works for you. You can, you can leverage that. The guidance is different in different services, but in the Air Force, at least, you can give someone a day off like candy. Give them a half day off if you don't want to give them a full day off. And then are you leveraging data to drive that innovation? How do you know if it's working? How do you know if what you did changed anything? Is it your staff meeting slides? Look at your team and be like, hey, we have too much yellow, too much red on the staff meeting slides. If somebody can get us green three months in a row, then I'll give everybody a day off. Like you've got to figure something out. What are your key performance indicators? Hey, we're having this problem on our inspections. We're having this problem hitting our metrics. These are the places we want to point our innovation. Hey, our inspections show this. Our key performance indicators show that. Hey, staff meeting slides show this. I need you all to take your brain power and point it at my pain. These are our number one key metrics. If you're not hitting your key metrics, then obviously you must do better than you're doing. And the thing is, again, you don't have to be a nurturer, guardian, creative, connector, pioneer, any of voice in particular to innovate in these areas. You can delegate this away. Teammates, I need y'all to have a meeting. I don't even want to be there. I want y'all to have a meeting and figure out how we can be green on every slide for 90 days. And then if y'all can hit it, I'm giving you all a day off. Give them incentive but my favorite is our team performance assessment. I'm not gonna lie, you're gonna start to hear me talk about the military Sherpa operating system on virtually every podcast episode. Why? It's 10 freaking dollars a month and it gives you all the data you need. It's a 90 day change cycle. You take the assessment every 90 days, it tells you where you're at, it tells you what you did, tells you your top five and bottom five. So the goal is that every 90 days, your bottom five, the things that your team's doing worse at, will be different. And the overall average of your team will just keep going up because this 90 days, hey, your bottom five, they're all in the mid 45 out of 100 scores. Well, next 90 days, those are going to be gone and we're going to be tackling the stuff in the 55 range. And we're just going to continue to increase until your team is rocking and rolling at the high 80s, mid 90s. We've got to use data to drive and that's one way we can do it. If you do this and you learn to do this, this is what sustained superior performance look like. This is what promotions are built on. The earlier you learn to do this, the better. When you're in your work center and you're actually improving the performance of your team, the morale of the team members, and you're teaching them to do precisely what you're doing, this is what senior leaders are Being an innovator doesn't mean you need to see the problem. It doesn't mean you need to see the solution. It just means you've gotta be really good at having great conversations with your team and figuring out how to get to the bottom of what's holding you. You figure out what's holding you back. You delegate idea generation, and you manage the change cycle, freezing and unfreezing. You do that one year from now, your team will be completely different, and you will be sleeping more and working less. All right, teammates. I'm going to call it from here with one or two quick calls to action. This week, I want you to explore your key metrics. Are there any reds? Are there any yellows in your team metrics? If there's any reds or yellows, when you look at your staff meeting slides, your key performance indicators, Time to innovate. I want you to think about who you would delegate those solutions to. So don't put it all on your shoulders, but who could you incentivize? Who could you reward to solve those problems for you? Who can they collaborate with? If you're going to put them on a team, if you're going to give them a team to lead, who would you give them? It's a great way to stretch their leadership skills in a way that doesn't have a lot of risk associated with it. Hey, let me give you two people to work on this problem with you, and then you get to manage that as well. So it's a good leadership exercise. And if they fail, they fail up, right? So they're trying it. If they fail, it didn't, no one knew. And so nobody's even going to see that. Then you schedule the kickoff and go, 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 go. So if you want help with this, look, I want to manage your team's professional development for the next 365 days. I want to get your team rocking and rolling every 90 days on our military Sherpa performance operating system, performanceos.militarySherpa.com. And what I want to do is I want to get your team rocking that assessment every 90 days so that we can start knocking out your biggest issues you're going to meet with me or one of my master Sherpas once a month as we help you implement our operating system. And then every 90 days, you're going to see the health, the morale, and the performance of your team go up and up and up. And and while we're doing that, I'm gathering metrics from across the department of defense and compiling all the teams that we've been working on, all the leaders that we've been working with. So I can bang on the door of the department of defense and go, look what I'm doing to help improve team performance across your organization. And if enough of us participate in this process, we will make them notice us. We need 100 people to be using the performance operating system, 100 teams, by the end of the fiscal year. So I need you to come to the table. I need you to bring a friend. And next year, we're shooting for 1,000. I will never get there with that. So let's partner up. Let's get the data that shows that five voices, that giant, that five gears, that military Sherpa coaching is effective and that it works. Go to performanceos.militarySherpa.com and click schedule a call. One of my master Sherpas will help get you onboarded. I'll talk to y'all soon. See ya. I'm out. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilsher.